This episode was originally recorded in early 2022. You are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pharmacy IT Me podcast. I'm your host, Tony Dow. And as with every episode, we start this one saying that the intended audience is everyone. And on today's episode, I'm looking very much forward to speaking with Dr. Scott Nelson, Program Director at Vanderbilt uh, University Medical Center, and uh, you know someone that I've met through ASHP section of Pharmacy Informatics and Technology. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Scott. How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you for having me here, Tony. This is super exciting, and I'm excited to participate in this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, you know, we've, we've kind of worked together uh, tangentially a little bit, like on the ASHP soap bit, and uh, we haven't really gotten, you know, that whole one-on-one talk. So it's, it's really like, cool for me to finally actually get to talk to you uh, one-on-one. So, but, you know, you know, before we get into some of the discussions about, you know, your involvement and your roles, can you kind of give the listeners a little bit like uh, a brief overview or introduction uh, about yourself? Sure, happy to. So I'm Scott Nelson. I'm a pharmacist and informatician at Vanderbilt, and I'm the program director for our master's in applied clinical informatics, which is an online program, and also one of the clinical directors in health IT, where I do a lot of work with medication safety informatics and e-prescribing kinds of things. A lot of projects that cross disciplines are what I do mainly Cool, cool. So uh, I wanted to like, usually, I, I love asking this question is that it's always the question of like, how did you get into like healthcare technology? And, you know, during your student years, and I, I think you graduated in 2013. So that's like, uh, close to where when I graduated, which was 2012. And I was wondering, like, during that time, I had challenges trying to figure out more about the field. So I was wondering, like, how did you get into to the healthcare IT space? Yeah, it is kind of a circuitous, um, crazy story. But happy to share it with you all. So when I was in pharmacy school, I thought pharmacy informatics was like, here's a motherboard and a keyboard, and this is how you network two dispensing machines together, which was not at all exciting for me. I was actually working in a pediatric hospital as an intern and really enjoyed the hospital environment. And all through pharmacy school, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go do a residency and I'm going to do research and it's going to be awesome and be a hospital pharmacist and stuff. And then in pharmacy school, I got more involved in research, like some cost effectiveness analyses and modeling for economic modeling. And it was really kind of fun. And um, my preceptor told me, hey, you know, after pharmacy school, you could do a two-year fellowship with us. And I was like, that sounds great. But, you know, I want to try to look into this whole residency thing. But yeah, I'll keep that in mind. So then I applied to some residency programs, interviewed, had great interviews, and um, everything was going really well. And I just honestly made it a matter of prayer of like, should I go and do a fellowship or should I go and do a residency? And I couldn't really decide. I was like, you know, just help me know what I should do. And then match day came and I didn't match anywhere, which was totally surprising and um, kind of a major bummer. But then I was like, you know, maybe that's just my sign that I need to go and do this fellowship instead. So I was signing up for the fellowship and 
my preceptor said, you know, you should really look into getting a master's degree in addition to your PharmD. And I was like, okay, yeah, sounds good. So I was looking through the different programs that they had, and they had this thing called informatics. And I was reading about it and like, hey, this actually sounds pretty cool. And um, some mentors of mine are like, yeah, you should totally look into that. So I looked into it some more and ended up actually changing from the outcomes research fellowship to a medical informatics research fellowship at the Department of Veterans Affairs and continued to do some stuff in outcomes research. But in my fellowship, I did a master's in medical informatics. It was just amazing. And when I looked back on the things that I liked the most about the rotations that I did and my work and the kind of research and stuff that I was doing, everything was pointing towards informatics, but I had no idea what it was at the time. But looking back, it's like, yes, this is exactly the path that I've been wanting to be on. And and I have just loved every bit of it ever since and no regrets at all. People ask me if you could go back and do things differently or tell yourself about informatics in the past, like, would you do it? And I just say, you know, I would just keep it the same exactly as it is. I gained a lot of really great clinical experience um, and that helps inform the informatics work that I do now. That's really cool. I, I think like one of the things that you mentioned, which is kind of like a big thing was the um, the, the fact that there's multiple pathways to get to where you want to be. Uh, and, you know, the whole residency thing, like for me, example, for example, you know, like I, I also didn't match, but I was able to get into the, the informatics space as well. Um, and it's, it's uh, one of those things that's not, I, I think it's not really talked about as much as it should that, you know, there are multiple paths to get to like, uh, where you want to go, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, um, and I actually do want to ask you about your fellowship. And um, it is, it, it is officially the, a medical informatics uh, fellowship. Correct. So, yeah. So, so, you know, like there's the term pharmacy informatics, there's the term medical informatics, there's a bunch of different terms. Um, I guess, you know, medical informatics is part of healthcare informatics, but it's not just pharmacy informatics. So can you kind of describe what it is and the, I guess how it differs from what's so-called considered pharmacy informatics? Yeah. So great question. Um, one of the things that I've always found really interesting in, in going through my training is like as an undergraduate, it's like, I want to specialize into something. So Pharmacy sounds really great. So I'm going to go specialize in pharmacy. And then you start pharmacy school. And it's like this whole new world that you had no idea about. And so many different opportunities of things you can do in pharmacy. Um, and then it's like, you know, I'm going to focus and go into like informatics. But then jumping into the informatics is a completely different world um, than pharmacy. And it's so interdisciplinary in the things that are done and just the problems being solved have a lot of things to do with medications and other areas of medicine and patient health and healthcare. And so the fellowship that I did was actually not intended for a pharmacist. It was typically for physicians or some PhD students like on um, KO8 awards and stuff like that. And at first they're like, we don't know what to do with you. You're like, a clinically trained person, which is kind of like a physician, but you're not a physician. So you're kind of like a PhD, but you're not a PhD. And so that was a lot of trying to figure out how that would actually work with a pharmacist. Um, but we got it figured out and it ended up being really well. And um, so I, I see myself primarily as an informatician. And 
a lot of the experiences and knowledge that I've gained through pharmacy school and through working and different experiences have really given me a lot of great domain knowledge and expertise in the medication use process. And as pharmacists, we talk a lot about the medication use process, but it doesn't involve just pharmacy. It involves our providers and prescribers and our nursing colleagues. And so being able to participate in things that help improve the medication use process and safety around that process in a very interdisciplinary way is really exciting for me. I definitely feel more at home amongst my pharmacist colleagues uh, at ASHP and pharmacist colleagues at AMIA and the Willow team is always a, a great spot in my heart at our health IT group. But I, I see myself as kind of expanding outside of pharmacy. And I usually tell my students, you know, when you're looking for jobs and stuff or additional training, don't limit yourself to pharmacy informatics. Informatics is a huge discipline and there are so many other places where pharmacists could have a real impact in the the world of informatics, in the profession of informatics. So I don't know if that completely answers your question, but I just I see it as so much more than just the pharmacy department and just pharmacists. It's a lot of other really great things that we can do. Yeah, it, it does. And uh, it, it kind of leads into something else I was going to ask, which is uh, related to your involvement. So, you know, ASHP has the SOPIT group, which is a section of pharmacy informatics and technology, kind of focused more on pharmacy. And there's also AMIA, there's also HIMS. Uh, AMIA is the American Medical Informatics Association, uh, you know, and then, of course, HIMS. Uh, and I wanted to ask you kind of like, you know, because you had this training in medical informatics, has that kind of... um allowed you to kind of see the differences and understand like how we can contribute to these different organizations versus just like one over the other? Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I think that does. And all through like pharmacy school and stuff, ASHP has been kind of my home base. And even since then, I see myself as a ASHP member, but I also see myself as an AMIA member. And again, looking at that very interdisciplinary space, it's really cool to be interacting with other professionals working in informatics, trying to solve difficult problems that could be applied to things to do with medications, medication safety, or even the practice of pharmacy. So I was actually asked earlier today, do you see yourself more at home in ASHP or AMIA? And I was like, you know, both, really. It's just been a great experience to be a part of both of those organizations, to participate in the work groups to help with advancing pharmacy within the informatics realm with some of the work that I did with the AHIC certification, which is the advanced healthcare informatics certification. And then also the work that I have been doing to advance pharmacy informatics in ASHP with the work groups there and professional development and things like that. It's, I really see myself at home in both of those places. And I also have participated quite a bit in HIMSS, which is another great organization, but I still feel more at home in uh, AMIA and ASHP. So, you know, for your experiences in AMIA and ASHP and HIMSS, I guess like if you could choose like, you know, one memorable project during the times uh, that you've been involved, like what would they be for each of those orgs? I would say for ASHP, an amazing experience was being part of the working group to draft the uh, statement on artificial intelligence. 
And as part of being a member of that group, we discussed a lot of great things and, and put together a really neat statement. But also in speaking with other pharmacists, uh, kind of about that and the ideas around it, we realized that a lot of pharmacists don't know very much about artificial intelligence or machine learning. So um, we pulled together a, a group of us and wrote a paper on it in demystifying art, artificial intelligence and pharmacy, which was a lot of fun working with that group and just a really great experience. And there's been a lot of other great things we've done in ASHP with like presentations or webinars and stuff like that. But that group on artificial intelligence was a lot of fun. In AMIA, I had the opportunity to be the pharmacoinformatics working group chair, which was a really great experience to interface with other working groups and to talk about pharmacy informatics and uh, progressing the profession there. One of the things that is really memorable for me, though, is all the work that I've been working on in various working groups with the AHIC certification and eligibility for sitting for the exam and teaching in a training course for uh, helping people review and prepare for the exam. And it's just been a really fun experience to be able to provide the perspective of pharmacy and pharmacists in all of that training and the certification and participate in an exciting thing like that of being able to have advanced certification in informatics and have that available for pharmacists to sit for. So that's been probably two of my most memorable favorite experiences so far. I'm sure there's lots more to come. Yeah, you know, the um, the AIC certification, it's like, I, I looked at the um, the knowledge base that is required for a sitting, uh, not sitting for exam, but to, to pass the exam. And man, that is so intense. And I can't imagine like how much work you guys put together to to agree upon, you know, that entire list of the core concepts needed uh, to get to be certified uh, through AHIC. Uh, how, how long did that take you guys to do? It's been in the process for several years now, actually. One of the things that AMIA did really well, though, is they did a practice analysis where they sent out surveys and interviewing various people from different backgrounds in informatics and really identifying what are the things that people are doing out in the field and what kinds of knowledge or skills do they need in order to fulfill those functions appropriately and at a high level. And so it was kind of a, a grounds up kind of experience where we talked to people and the interviews and putting it all together to identify here's some of the core concepts of what needs to be done or or what somebody needs to know in informatics to excel in the space and coming up with that list of all those items which actually aligned very well with um, a lot of the things that I learned in my fellowship and master's and kind of what we've been teaching in our master's program here and at AMIA and other places. Lots of really important things outside of the pharmacy space, but provide a foundational knowledge that's really useful to apply those same kinds of concepts in the pharmacy space and thinking of things like um, health information exchange and interoperability uh, standards and terminologies and clinical decision support and a lot of other areas like that. You know, like that goes into uh, talking about, you know, you, you talked about applying that kind of knowledge. And now I kind of want to talk about your role today 
and uh, your role at Vanderbilt, which I know that you had like several different roles there. Uh, you you were a principal domain specialist at one point, and then I don't know if you still do that, but you know you're also a professor and also a program director. And I guess can you kind of tell me about a little bit more about like uh, what you do from a day to day perspective and how you've been able to apply uh, what you've learned in your fellowship to what you're doing now? Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things that I thought was really cool about Vanderbilt was. When I first came here, the job position that I was applying for was actually intended for a nurse, and it was related to medication reconciliation. And I was like, you guys, you really need pharmacists involved here. And so I was able to join and and work on developing our medication reconciliation application, um, and then eventually our e-prescribing system and outpatient order entry system, which was just a lot of really good experiences and examples of showing that um, there's a lot of opportunities outside of the pharmacy informatics team of other things and other places where pharmacists can make an impact in informatics. Uh, After that, I transitioned to clinical decision support as a focus in knowledge management and knowledge engineering and then uh, transitioned to my new role in health IT as a clinical director, really helping to bridge the gaps between teams in health IT and also working with our prescribers and nurses and pharmacists and trying to um, help prioritize some of those things that are more complicated or more that cross more teams and and helping to facilitate those. Um, Like, for example, a lot of e-prescribing things are typically owned by our ambulatory team, but because they have medications, we also have involvement from our Willow team. And so I tend to work on a lot of projects helping span that space. I am also the program director for our master's in applied clinical informatics at Vanderbilt, which is an online program. It's intended for working professionals. And so um, we currently have mostly physicians as our students, um, but I would love to have some more pharmacists involved in the program just to give different perspectives and to learn from each other. And just the diversity is really, is really great. Uh, And then kind of as part of that in in my faculty role, I'm currently an assistant professor in biomedical informatics. So I do some teaching in other courses and also some research and helping on grants and providing consult or ideas and how to work with things like value sets and building things out in Epic and reporting and pulling data from our data warehouse and helping with that kind of analysis. So it's three different main hats, but most of my time, I would say I spend, like a lot of people in informatics, it feels like putting out fires or um, just problem solving. Every day is something different. Um, There's a different challenge to be solved. There's a different problem um, to work on. I do a lot of meeting with people and talking with people and meeting with our physicians and nurses. Um, I do a lot of data analysis and pulling data in SQL or creating Tableau dashboards. And then also a lot of build in Epic too. So hands on the keyboard, building value sets or best practice advisories or clinical decision support or other things like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a lot of like what, uh, what pharmacy informatics and, you know, medical informatics is, is kind of like where, you know, we are working as both, you know, a, a, a person in the middle that understands both languages and also that we're, 
you know, healthcare IT. And then we're also doing some of that actual build ourselves, depending on the institution. And it sounds like you do get to do that. Uh, I, I do want to ask this, which is kind of a weird question to ask because it's hard to quantify, but, and also I just want to preface, I'm, the reason why I'm asking this is uh, this is something that I feel is important to know, but how often do you feel that you often have to think outside the box to try to find a solution for a problem? Oh, that's a great question. I think part of my role in informatics is to think outside of the box. A lot of times we'll get requests from pharmacy or other places saying, hey, we want something that will do this. And then it's really trying to then understand the question, um, understand what the problem is, and if this kind of solution is going to solve it, or if there's a different solution that would be better. So a lot of times with technology, it changes what is available or what is the possibilities. I love this quote attributed to Henry Ford that said, if he asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Um, But introducing technology in the car and everything just kind of changes. And so part of my responsibility is to be aware of what is possible, um, the art of the possible with technology and um, how we can best go about solving the problems or the challenges that our clinicians are facing, how we can best go about improving their workflows um, and helping facilitate that patient care instead of just trying to repeat a lot of the same old things that we have always done. So a lot of the stuff is application of old techniques um, to new problems. A lot of it is really just critical thinking of, is this really the best way to go about solving this problem? Um, what are some other approaches we can look at? What are some of the gotchas that we need to consider here? And trying to come up with different new innovative ways of solving problems. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Uh, and, you know, like for, for students and pharmacists and even technicians who are, you know, looking into the healthcare technology space as a possible, you know, um, pivot that they want to do. Uh, do you have any particular advice, you know, given that you have a pretty unique experience of getting into the field yourself? Yeah, so I would say for advice for current students and, and residents and so on, or just anyone else really, is to try to get involved in projects that involve informatics. So becoming friends with your informatics team and volunteering to help with reviewing order sets or validating clinical decision support or or things like that is a great opportunity to get your foot in the door. And then not limiting yourself to pharmacy informatics, but looking at what are some other opportunities kind of in the space that would be interesting um, as opportunities to gain experience, to, to again, get your foot in the door. One of the most valuable things for anybody really is networking though. So um, participating in work groups or SAGs and attending meetings and talking to people, I think those are really important avenues for identifying what is available, what are some of the different pathways that are available to me um, or that would strike my interest. And then the other thing is, I realize I'm totally biased in this, But um, I feel like informatics is a very different, unique field from pharmacist and does require some sort of formal training in the space. So I really advocate for a master's degree or something, some sort of training program or certificate 
or something to really understand the fundamentals and then um, leveraging opportunities to apply those in your current work or position or through a residency or a fellowship or something and really applying those principles that have been learned. So that would be my main advice. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for, you know, thanks for sharing that very good advice. Uh, if anyone had like uh, any further questions for you or, you know, comments, I guess, uh, what's the best way that they can reach out? Um, probably email, I think would be the best way. So um, scott.nelson.rx at gmail.com is my email and happy to help answer questions or things like that. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I'll be putting that into the show notes. But, you know, to be respectful of your time, thank you so much again, uh, you know, for being on this podcast today. And, you know, uh, hopefully our listeners have learned a lot from from your conversations and as much as I have. So so thank you again. Thank you so much for having me on this. This has been great. Right. If you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Slack group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-I-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there, and I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy in me and remember technology is the tool patient care is the goal